God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day, 15 minutes of your week, 15 moments of your life can change your entire life. We are so grateful to God to have another opportunity to be able to come together to just share what the Lord has given us. We thank God yet for another day in this life's journey, and we thank God for you. Before we delve into the word of God, let's pray. Father, we do now honor you, and we give you praise. God, we thank you for another day. We thank you for another moment in time. We thank you, God, that your word declares that every morning that we get, we see new mercies. Now, we may it may feel like we're looking at the same thing. It may feel like we're not seeing anything any different. It may feel like there is uh, nothing unique about what it is that we're experiencing in this day. But the simple fact of it being another day that we have not seen before, it being another day that we have not experienced, it being another day that you have given us causes us to have brand new mercy. So God, we thank you. We thank you for the new day. We thank you for the new mercies. We thank you for another opportunity to be able to study your word together. God, we thank you so very much for the word. We realize that every answer we need is in the word of God, even if it is to know that you are the Lord and beside you there is no other, which gives us the answer to everything we need. We just need to know that the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. We just need to know that we don't have to worry, be anxious about everything, but we can make our requests be made known unto you. Everything we need to know is in your word. So, God, again, we thank you for your word. Now, God, we pray that as we share on this morning, God, that you would reveal and you would illuminate for us what it is that you'd like for us to learn. God, thank you for those that have taken up their time, taken up their sleep. God, taken up their preparation uh, 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 period in the morning to come and hear what you have to say. Father, I pray that you will bless them in the time that they have sacrificed. And God bless our time together. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Again, I bless the Lord for you sharing in with me on this morning. This morning we're going to go to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. We're going to start at the first verse. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, starting at the first verse. We have just a few verses to read, and so as it is, uh, I'll read them from several different versions so we get a, a, a well-rounded understanding. And then I'll share with you what God has shared with me on this morning. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, starting at the first verse. Starting with the Amplified Version this morning, it reads as follows, As for myself, brethren, when I came to you, I did not come proclaiming to you the testimony and evidence or mystery and secret of God concerning what he had done through Christ for the salvation of men, 
in lofty words of eloquence or human philosophy and wisdom. For I resolve to know nothing, to be acquainted with nothing, to make a display of the knowledge of nothing, and to be conscious of nothing among you except Jesus Christ the Messiah and him crucified. And I was in, passed into a state of weakness and fear, dread, and great trembling after I had come among you. And my language and my message was not set forth in persuasive, meaning enticing and plausible, words of wisdom, but they were in demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power, a proof of the Spirit and power of God operating on me and stirring in the minds of my hearers the most holy emotions and thus persuading them, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, human philosophy, but in the power of God. Let's go to the Bible in basic English, same first five verses of 1 Corinthians 2. says it like this, And when I came to you, my brothers, I did not come with wise words of knowledge, putting before you the secret of God. For I had made the decision to have knowledge of nothing among you, but only of Jesus Christ on the cross. And I was with you without strength, in fear and in doubt. And in my preaching, there were no honeyed words of wisdom, but I was dependent on on the power of the Spirit to make it clear to you, so that your faith might not be based on man's wisdom, but on the power of God. The New Living Translation says, When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, and didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan, for I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so that you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. Closing out with the message, 1 Corinthians 2, starting at verse 1. You'll remember, friends, and when I first came to you to let you in on God's masterstroke, I did not try to impress you with polished speeches and the latest philosophy. I deliberately made it plain and simple. First Jesus and who he is, then Jesus and what he did, Jesus crucified. I was unsure of how to go about this and felt totally inadequate. I was scared to death if you want to know the truth of it. So nothing I said could have impressed you. Or anyone else. But the message came through anyway. God's spirit and God's power did it. Which made it clear that your life of faith is a response to God's power. Not to some fancy mental or emotional footwork by me or anyone else. And the word of the Lord is blessed. All of that might sound odd and strange. But on this morning I want to take a few moments because I'm going to shut this down a little soon because I want to pray for our young people and our teachers and administrators on today. But on today, I just want to share with you my testimony. My testimony. If there were any scripture that would reflect how I feel right at this moment, it would be this passage here, 1 Corinthians 2, the first five verses. As I sit and as I ponder and as I think about all that we are 
having to endure right now with pandemic restrictions and economic downturn and uh, with uh, being displaced, uh, one of our own accord and one not of our own accord of 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 uh, just sitting back and wondering exactly what it is that God is doing. I ponder sometimes. I say, God, you know, sometimes the way that you would have me to move, the things that you would have me to say, would almost make it seem as though I have no challenges, I have no issues. I, I know flat-footed exactly what it is that I'm saying, what I'm doing, what I'm embracing. And you all, I, I need to be honest with you, oftentimes, many times, I have to choose faith over fear. Faith over fear because I know that I do things a little differently and I know that I say things a little differently and I know at times my approach may be a little different. And God, I ask God, I said, why? Why? If you've called me to this thing, why is it that I seem different than everyone else? I, I have a different approach than everyone else. I, I often sometimes have pastors that say, if I were you, I would da-da-da-da-da. Not calling into question my calling, not calling into question my uh, election, not calling into question my pastorate. It's just that it's different. And so sometimes I've, I've, I've wondered, God, why am I a little different? And, and quite frankly, sometimes I find myself swirling, saying, God, if it's, if it's, if it's so different, why is it that I see the people growing? And it's got nothing to do with me. It's, 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 it's got everything to do with you. What is it that you're doing, God? God took me to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. And he reminded me that Paul, when he wrote to the church of Corinth, felt the same way, that he didn't come with eloquent words. He didn't come with lofty words. He didn't come with an, an, a, a position of, of scholarly knowledge, although that was in his uh, biography, that was in his resume of the uh, achievements and the uh, academic accolades, him being pedigreed, all of that came through. If you read the scripture, you would see that he stood before men and shared of his, his history when he was Saul, the persecutor of the, Jew, the, of the Christians. But when he started to, to uh, share of Christ, he kept it simple. He kept it plain. He, he shared of Christ crucified. He didn't feel as though he was uh, capable or, or even um, adequate in doing it. And quite often he did it afraid. And so I came to you today to just share with you that there are some things that God would have you to do. Do it afraid. Don't try and posture yourself to do it any way other than how he gives it to you. Don't try and, 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 and uh, cause yourself to seem greater than what you are. Because ultimately, it's got nothing to do with you. It's got everything to do with him doing it through you. You all, when God has called me to this, he's called me to just be me. Not to be anyone else. 
I've settled in my spirit that that's who I am. I've settled in my spirit that he uses me how he chooses to use me. And guess what? I'm good with that. Not that you all have ever questioned that. But God sent me to this scripture on today. And so I figured I'd share with you. So that if he's called you to do something, whatever it is, whether it be on your job, within your family, within your friends, whether it be sharing of the gospel, whether it just be living a life of love out loud, do it with all your might. And when people ask you why you do what you do, that is God giving you an open door to share about what he's done. And so that it will be man that listens to God speaking through you and not man listening to man talk about God. Amen? Amen. I want to take these last few moments again to pray for our students, to pray for our teachers, to pray for our administrators, to pray for the school year. Some have returned back to school on yesterday. Many in our county will return today. So I wanted to take a little bit of time a little early to pray for them. So pray with me. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for the embarking of another school year. God, once again, this school year looks different than school years from years past. A lot of preparation has gone into uh, place, and quite frankly, there is some opposition due to uh, political uh, decisions. But God, we still know you to be a God that doesn't take sides because you are on every side. You are it. You are our litmus test. You are uh, who we measure our life by. So God, first and foremost, we pray a special blessing over our students over those that teach our students, over our administrators, those that are in plant operations, those that are in the cafeteria, God, those that uh, uh, do student patrol, law enforcement. God, we pray a special blessing over all of them this year. God, we pray that you would keep them safe and protected, not just from any viruses, God, but, God, from any sort of violence, from any sort of bullying. God, that be the teachers as well as the students. God, we pray that you would keep them, you would lead them, that you would guide them. Father, we know that you already destined this before the foundation of the world. And nothing that any sort of legislation would put in place can deter what you've already determined. So, Father, I pray that you would bless, you would keep, you would cover. God, cover the bus drivers, God. Father, those that ride the buses to keep order. God, all of those that come in contact with our young people, God, let them come with a spirit of life and not death. Father, let our young people prosper. Let them learn. Let them be productive, God. And, Father, we won't take credit for any of it, God. Be with the parents, oh, God. Father, let us be above fear, God, and let us have more faith, knowing that you have all things under control. Father, let them uh, lead, order, and orchestrate in our administration the way that you see fit. And, Father, let our children be lights. Let them be lights. Father, as we close out this prayer on today, God, be with us, cover us, keep us is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless each and every one of you. You go out and have an amazingly God-blessed day.